This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, Steve Brandy, WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. Well, work on Danville High School's Ned Whitesell Field continues into the new year. District 118 Athletic Director Mark Basie says progress on the $5.4 million project right on time thus far. He also mentioned, sure, we've got some solid winter weather of different types coming these next couple weeks, but it goes without saying they figured that would happen. We're progressing along on schedule. The weather has been cooperative, so that's always a good thing. I don't know what this cool spell is going to do coming up here to us, but slow us down a little bit. But I know that was anticipated in the original plan anyway. The home side bleachers next to the school building have been removed. Basie says the next big thing is the concrete base that's needed to move the existing visitors' bleachers a bit to the east as originally planned. The project's set to be done by the 2024 football season. With former President Donald Trump's access to Illinois' primary ballot being challenged last week, it's possible his name could appear, but with a condition. Petitioners for presidential electors began filing their forms for the March 19th primary ballot last Thursday. Illinois State Board of Elections spokesman Matt Dietrich confirmed an objection against Trump but couldn't disclose the nature of the objection. Now, the Sun-Times in Chicago reported objectors claimed Trump is an insurrectionist and barred from the election under the 14th Amendment. Trump has appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court similar actions from Colorado and Maine. Dietrich said Illinois' objections will be given a hearing officer with a recommendation to eventually be made to the bipartisan elections board. So you cannot have a one-party Uh, unilaterally making any decisions. It takes at least five votes to make a board order effective. Dietrich said it's likely Trump's name will be certified for the ballot later this month with a note that an objection is pending. Now, whatever the outcome of the elections board, it's expected the case could be taken to the Illinois courts. Illinois State Police launching a public awareness campaign focused on preventing road rage incidents. The campaign, called Road Rage Don't Engage, is designed to educate the public on the signs of road rage and tips on how to prevent it. The campaign will use social media along with billboards and radio ads in strategic markets. According to AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety Study, nearly 80 percent of drivers reported aggressive behaviors while driving. The Illinois Department of Public Health has delivered the final versions of the state health improvement plan to the Illinois General Assembly. The documents were delivered ahead of the statutory December 31st deadline, and together they form the basis of Healthy Illinois 2028, a five-year plan to address major public health concerns and improve the overall well-being of Illinoisans. The assessment identified five major priorities to be addressed over the next five years, including chronic disease, COVID, and infant health. A report on the Department of Children and Family Services for 2023 shows a year's worth of issues within the troubled agency, according to the OIG report. It opened 768 general investigations and 160 investigations of child deaths and conducted 7,276 searches for criminal background information. The issues have not stopped as a January 2023 report released by the Illinois Inspector General revealed that in 2022, nearly 50 more children died while in custody of DCFS than in 2021. State Rep. David Free says the agency needs to do what it's responsible for. 
for all practical purposes, tortured. They suffer from malnutrition. There is uh, less than adequate supervision over of these kids that are in DCFS care. Free says the agency needs to be more in control of what's going on in their facilities and in the homes of children who may be at risk. They actually have to go to the homes. They're going to have to go to the schools. They're going to have to verify that these kids are, are being cared for. In 2023, OIG received 191 requests for investigations. If you missed our story this morning, Vermilion Advantage hosted a special ribbon cutting right around 12 noon in Georgetown on Friday. The Taqueria El Patron Restaurant, 201 Huffman Street, offering carryout for quite some time. Now, Juan and Sona Munoz have an indoor dining area. An interesting comment from Georgetown Mayor Darren Redenauer about some Georgetown property that will be available soon for maybe some interested small business owners. That's all on our website, vermilioncountyfirst.com. I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.